Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hello, hello, happy treasure hunt Tuesday. Today we're doing our monthly Hebrew month lesson. So I'm super excited about today because some of the authors of some of the books that I've been recommending to you guys for the last couple years, the Healing in the Hebrew Month series, they reached out to me and they're like, hey, we see you sharing. And they have a special giveaway for one of the awesome ladies in our community. So I'll be sharing a link to all of their books and I'll be telling you a little bit more about what they have to share um, and a couple of the resources that I tend to use. But if you wanna be entered in the giveaway, um, just comment below with I am healed. So uh, I share with you guys a lot about how I got into even knowing that there was a different calendar to go from and it really stemmed from my own healing journey. And a coach of mine who introduced me to one of the books in the series, uh, just very lightly in passing, and I'm like, what are you reading from? And I ended up ordering it, and I felt like the Lord was like, order it. And then I have since then ordered all three of them. So, uh, and I've gone on other journeys. You guys know I have also shared this book as well. It's His Appointed Times. Um, by Christine Vallis. And so I'm going to share all the links. I'll tell you the names of the authors today, again, just so you can kind of get that. But if you want to be offered or entered into the giveaway, just comment below here with I am healed. Uh, because Jesus came to give you life and give you life abundantly. And even though you might be seeking healing in some area of your life, whether that's physical, emotional, financial, relational, whatever, um, declare that today, that you are healed in Jesus' name. So here we are in the fourth month of the Hebrew calendar, uh, which is the month of Tammuz. And it started actually on June 11th, so it started last week, and it goes all the way to July 9th. Now, I've had a couple of you ask me uh, personally in, in Messenger and whatnot, like, hey, I see that this person says that it starts here and this person says that it starts there. I have also seen the same. I'm not an expert. I uh, am on a very awesome journey to continue to discover more of that myself. But some people say uh, different dates depending, and I actually have a Hebrew calendar that I follow. You guys know that I also um, have told you before, if, if you maybe didn't hear that or you don't know, you can actually add the Hebrew calendar on your iPhone. I don't know if Android does it too, but I also have that on here. So we are technically today, even though we're on the 15th of June from our Gregorian calendar, we are actually on the fifth day of the month of Tammuz because it started at sundown 
last week on the 10th, which technically is like the 11th. Um, and here we are. So another fun thing to follow so you can kind of see, especially when there's different holidays to, to acknowledge and you want to kind of dig into what it is. So uh, just uh, comment below with I am healed because God wants to show you so much today through this month and what you can be expecting throughout the month. So there's a couple different themes in this month. And again, it's the fourth month of the spiritual calendar on the Hebrew, on the Hebrew calendar. And it represents a few different things. So uh, I, above, you can kind of see in the title, it says worship, the connection, covenant, vision. We're going to be talking about all of those good things. So being the fourth month, um, it represents a picture of a door. And Christine Vallis shares this in her teaching. I'll drop her chalkboard teaching for you guys too. It's awesome. Um, that comes from this book that I love. And so uh, it talks about it's a door. And you think about a door, right? We have to go through a door to, to see what's on the other side or to see what's inside. And so it's really a connection. And this is also the, literally, it's the summer months. We are currently in the summer months. And the Hebrew word for summer is well, it's spelled K-A-I-T-Z. And so this is often referred to as the holidays of the eyes. And I love that because this month is all about vision. Ironic enough, I was connecting with one of my clients and she was like, hey, I feel like this podcast is for you. And so I ended up listening to this podcast and just so happened that this podcast was talking about vision and seeing that vision for your life. And so uh, he kind of went into details into the vision with our sight, right? There's the sight vision. But that that's like the looking with our eyes. And that's so important that God wants us to be looking in the right direction. But there's also the vision of our hearts. And so the vision uh, in, in, the, in your heart of what God has given you. And so there are two main Bible stories that we can look at in this month to get a reflection and kind of see like, okay, what has God done in the past? And what is he currently doing in our life? And so the first one comes out of the book of Exodus, chapter 32. I encourage you to go read that and see what the Lord wants to share with you. But the story is all about when Moses went up to the mountain to get the Ten Commandments and it took him longer than the Israelites were planning and they started to panic and thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what exactly they were thinking. Were they thinking that Moses died? Were they thinking that they, he neglected? He forgot about him? I don't know. But when Moses was up there for those 40 days and just connecting with the Lord, the Israelites panicked so much so that they built a golden calf. And I wanted to ask you, because the Lord put on my heart, listen, how many times has God made a promise to you and, and this vision that he has given you in your life, but you panic so much that you panic that you start to settle for something else. And so we can make idols in our lives so easily by settling for something else that is a, 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 a fake of who God is and what God has for us, just like the Israelites did they settled for this golden calf that they were giving the golden calf the glory and all the honor right and really forgetting like who was their source of everything and it wasn't the golden calf Moses comes down like what are you doing and Aaron why on earth did you let did you let them do that right and so sometimes in the waiting in this waiting period this going through the door right we can get discouraged we can get discouraged when it's taking longer than what we would like or than what we thought. And so God works outside of space, outside of time. God doesn't work on a on a, on a calendar, on a, on, a, on a clock like we do, but it's in his own timing. And so I think this is just a word for some of you to be encouraged that you are in the waiting, in the process, in that waiting for maybe that next thing, that next step. 
don't settle for anything else and don't make idols out of something else that is not of God and that he doesn't want you to settle for it or to get your eyes off of him. Just stay focused and fixed on him. So in Exodus 32, you can go read about what the Israelites did. They settled for, they built the golden calf, they made an idol of something else. And in the, in the very same time that God was actually giving Moses the, the, the law and the instructions, right? So there is that. But then another story that we can glean from in this season of Tammuz is then when Moses sent out the 12 spies. And if you know that story, you know that Moses sent out 12 men to go take a look at the promised land, to go ahead and say, hey, come back and report to us what you see. And what happened was all those people came back and they saw giants. Not only that, but they actually saw these the fruit of the promised land so much so it says that the fruit was so big. I think it was a cluster of grapes. I'm don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was a cluster of grapes. It was so big that multiple men had to carry it back. It was so big. I mean, come on now. Do you eat grapes that are like roughly that size? You know, and sometimes you get those really big ones. Have you ever had the cotton candy grapes? They are so good. Uh, Whole Foods sometimes has some really cool different versions of grapes. But if you think about it, these grapes from the promised land were enormous, so big that a cluster of them, multiple men, men, grown men had to, had to carry them back. And so how cool is that, that what's waiting for you is better than you could have ever asked or imagined. It probably looks different, tastes different, sounds different, feels different, but it's better. And what happened was all these spies came back and they told the people, hey, this is scary. Don't you, you know, there's, there's a giants ahead of us, right? Whereas J, uh, Joshua and Caleb came back and said, Hey, yeah, there might be some things there, but what did they see? They had a positive message for the people and they were like, no, God has good stuff for us. We can be, we can be strong and be courageous and move forward. And so God's asking us like, what do you see? What is the vision? Not only from your eyes, but faith is in the unseen, which that's the vision in our hearts that God has given us. And I know that there are many of you that are waiting on the vision of God. You're waiting on the promises of God, just like Joshua and Caleb and those other 12 spies went into the promised land. You've got to see a little taste and a glimpse of what it is, but are you letting fear drive you or faith drive you? Because the other themes of this month is covenant and remembering the promises of God and worshiping in the waiting. That is key. That is a supernatural battle tactic that we can do. We can worship in the waiting of the promise. And so instead of getting, instead of getting discouraged, like the Israelites did when Moses went up to the mountain, and build a golden calf, right? And instead of getting discouraged like the 10 other spies that went into the promised land and came back with a bad report, whereas Joshua and Caleb were like, no, 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 no. Like, it's good. It's going to be good. And even though there is a battle ahead, a giant ahead, who goes before you? Who goes before you, right? Who goes before all of us in everything that we do? He's before us. He's behind us. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's the alpha, the omega. So we can trust that when we can't see with our eyesight, the vision, that's the focus of this month, that we actually can see with our hearts. And what is God speaking to you? What is he telling you in 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 your quiet time with him? Hold on to those things, even though it might not look like it. Even though, but that's that's where God works, right? In the even though. Even though it looks scary, God's going to show up and we can trust in that. So 
What obstacles are in your promised land? Is it financial problems? Is it relational problems? Is it that you don't know where to go and your lack of clarity? I don't know what your issue is. What is the, the problem ahead of you in your promised land? But keep pushing forward. Keep worshiping in the waiting so that you can hold on to the promises of God. All right, let me look at my notes and I'm going to read to you from a couple of the resources that I have. So it's a, it's a month of connection, which you think going through the door, right? You've got to go through the door in order to see what's on the other side. Um, oh, this is also referred to as Christine shares that it's referred to as a the film strip month. And I love that. And I actually have a personal testimony about this. So um, Heidi, who I think I tagged in a post the other day that someone was asking about healing. Uh, part of my ministry is healing in the sense of a lot of mindset. I help you see what lie you're believing that is preventing you from moving forward in God's plans for you. But there's this other side of it, right? This heart. And I'm all about the heart too. Uh, but there are... Uh, Heidi and my coach that I've shared with you before, Miranda, uh, specifically are really, they, they do they do coaching really healing, like from, from a spiritual, from your spirit. Like we're made of, we have different parts of us, right? We have our mind, we have our body, we have our soul, we have our spirit. And I, I don't know, it's hard to even explain sometimes what they do, uh, but I feel like it's such a spiritual healing that they, that they focus on. And I actually had a call with her a week ago and this was before I started really digging into this month because I was still enjoying the uh, the extra provision and awesomeness of God in the last month. Um, but what happened in our call, literally it was like a day or two before the, the first day of the month of Tammuz, that uh, as we were working on this healing process that the Lord was wanting to show me, I saw how he was like tying different things that either people had told me or different other healing sessions that I had. I saw like how he was literally like, it was like a tapestry. You look at the front of a tapestry and it's really pretty, but on the back it's like intertwined and all this like mess of yarn, right? Um, and so I could see how God was weaving different messages and different things that he had told me in different seasons. Listen, my healing journey, I've been on this journey for almost three years. August 17th of 2021 is coming up on three years. Three years of healing from something that logically I'm like, why does this even matter? But the Lord showed me there's so many weeds that were in my garden that I was actually not even aware of that they were in my garden. And so he continues to heal me of those things. And that's really a, a lot of what Miranda, my coach, and Heidi, what she had did. Heidi and I got to work together and she was she's a former Bloom student and she uh, was offering some free sessions in her coaching program that she's doing. And I took advantage of that and the Lord showed up. And it's so cool to see how the same God who created the universe, who is the story of Joshua and Caleb, who's the story of Moses going up to the mountain, who's the story of every other story we can read in the Bible, is the same God we serve today. The other thing that I thought was so cool was that the same Holy Spirit that is inside of us as believers and working through us and helping us is the same Holy Spirit. So my coaches that I've had over the past several years of this healing journey, the same Holy Spirit is the same one working through all of them. And he showed me that by weaving together all these things that he has showed me and, and I have helped to, to see through other people, um, prophetic words that have been spoken over me. Like it was just like everything was weaving together. And I told her that in my follow-up, I said, it was so cool to see the same Holy Spirit that has been working, um, in me and through me and through others to help me heal is the same Holy Spirit that showed up to our call. 
And then I go into this, for this uh, the, the Anointed Times book, and she's like, oh, well, Tammuz is often referred to as the film strip month. And it was literally like my life was like, I could just see it in a movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that scene and that season of my life. Oh, that scene. And he was bringing it all together. <sighs> like mind blown, right? These are the things that you cannot make up. And when you get to encounter God on this level, when you get to experience the love of God and the healing that Jesus has come to give you so freely, there is just no going back and there is just no settling for surface. And so I encourage you guys, get these resources, these Healing in the Hebrew Months books, this book, The Anointed Times. There is so much more to God that he wants to show you, but you've got to be willing to go there. You've got to be willing to seek him and seek him with all of your heart. So the encouragement is to revisit the promises of God, just like in this film strip month that I was kind of seeing my life played out over the last three years. I'm like, oh, I had a friend that told me that they had a dream about me and, and the Lord brought that up and was was like yep that that was that that was me I I that was on purpose um and just all these little things tied together so go back and revisit the promises of God so so that you can replay this story that he's been trying to show you and trying to reveal to you and don't lose hope in the waiting keep worshiping in the waiting keep clinging to his covenant his promises that he has given you uh not only in God's word I think we need to be more familiar with and this was something the Lord's put on my heart being more familiar with the covenants that he's made with us in God's word because those promises are yes and amen those promises still stand true today and forever until Jesus comes back and we are living in the new heaven and new earth and so um, this is the connector month connecting all of these things together um, and there's some other really awesome things that Christine shares in her training so or in her teaching her chalkboard training so I'll, I'll drop that for you guys below um, but the question really is, what obstacles are in your way? Is it a mindset thing? Is it a heart set thing? Is it healing that you need? Is it like, what is it that's in your way? And revisit the promises of God to cling to his truth, to continue worshiping him in the waiting and holding on to those covenants. Um, the difference between the vision and the vision, that's uh, so good. So, so, so good. Um, what else do I want to share from you from Christine's teachings? Um, she just says, you know, some verses to glean on is to guard your heart by guarding your eyes really important what movies we're watching what uh just what what things we look at on social media right you guys know i took a whole year off of instagram it was so toxic for me in 2020 uh because the lord was just like yeah this is like the dog returning to its vomit i used a coach and a mentor of mine to say hey yeah like that's not good for you you probably need to get off there um so guard your hearts by guarding your eyes proverbs 4 23 don't lose your focus keep your eyes fixed on jesus and the lord has used sunflowers in my life and that's really the second part to the garden of favor if you follow the podcast you know a little bit about that story but the garden of favor the lord used a garden to heal my heart from trauma and the first flower he showed me was a daisy, but the second flower was sunflowers. And what God showed me is that my job, like what he's calling me to do is po to point the sun, S-O-N's flowers toward his face. And that is exactly what she's saying here. Don't lose your focus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2. Uh, magnify the Lord, not your circumstances. Uh, Psalm 34, 3. 
and writing out the vision, making it clear and running with it, right? Where there is no vision, the people will perish. That's another thing that I work with women on in my coaching is for you to see the vision that God has for you. If you don't see the vision that God has for you, where are you going? Where there is no vision, the people will perish. And so it's not about creating a vision of your own. It's about connecting with the Lord and seeing the vision that he has for you, uh, the, the vision like that's on your heart. Not so much that you can see, the stuff that's going to take faith to fulfill it, right? Um, and so what is that vision for you? And if you're struggling with that, uh, Bloom Academy is going to be, I'm super excited for what is coming. We're actually launching the Bloom Society. It's a it's a, going to be a year-long mentoring, coaching, um, teaching opportunity for you to really not only get the vision that God has for you, but carry it out. I'm excited about that. That's going to come at the end of summer because I'm wanting to exhale here. I'm getting filled up so that I can pour out to you guys for this second half of the year. So Anyways, don't speak or receive evil reports. Speak life, just like Joshua and Caleb did. Um, and what else? So if you haven't got this book yet, highly recommend it. It is so cool. I love getting your messages from those of you who are using these resources and are like, oh my goodness, God is showing me such awesome things. So you know I'm a teacher, born teacher, love to teach, but I also know that God wants to teach you specific things, all right? So let's hop over into these other books that are my favorite. This is actually the very first book that I got, the, the one that I started before any of this stuff. Um, and this is from Leah, and I'm going to pronounce her last name, and I hope I don't mess it up, but I think it's... Lessesen. Um, it's L-E-S-E-S-N-E. -S -S -E, and this was the very first book that I got in the entire series. But she also reiterates that the month of Tammuz is known as the worship, the month of worship, vision, and covenant. And she suggests also taking time to take notice of where you set your vision. And so if you don't have this book, go get it. It's awesome. And the Lord continues to just reveal different things for me to, to me through these resources. So another one of the authors of the healing in the Hebrew months, this like bluishy one is Del Hungerford. And I love what she shares. So I'm a music, like love music. The Lord speaks to me so much through music. And this one is exploring Hebrew letters, uh, the gematria and their musical frequencies. Whereas Leah's is more of a biblical understanding of each season's emotional healing. Hence why this is the one I first started with. But I love music. And uh, if you are a music person, like this will be really interesting for you. But I love what Del shares. She shares that Tammuz marks the beginning of pon a pondering season. During this time, read through journals, review dreams, and any other spiritual documentations. Are there connecting pieces? There's a there's a holiday in here. It's the the connecting of of the I forget what she. It's something of the straits. Um, but it is. Uh, are there any connection pieces or patterns? Is there a step of faith to take this time? Let's not forget our source. Take this time to focus on looking forward and resist falling back into old belief systems. This is a month of choices. I love that. And it's so true, guys. We get to choose what we see. Faith is in the unseen. Remember, it's it's not of the things we can see. We don't need faith for things that we can tangibly see or hold or, or have already seen manifest that God has already done. No, we have to have faith in the unseen, which is going back to those promises of God, the dreams that you've had, the dreams he's given you, the visions, the prophetic words that people have given you, journals. Get out your journals. I know a lot of you journal. Get those out and go revisit what the Lord has showed you and see how far he's already brought you to hold on to those promises again that are yes and amen 
I love another thing that Dell shares. She shares that we might want to ask ourselves what our triggers are when life gets tough. What kind of actions do you take when you lose trust in God? And this spoke to me deeply because as you guys know, I just posted yesterday, I submitted my final exam for my neuroscience certification to add to my offerings, right? And I've been using these things, but I've officially, um, I officially submitted my exam. And what I got from that, what Dell shared was that, you know, what I know about our brains is that when we are ever triggered, when we are threatened in some way, whether it's uh, just our, really it boils down to three things. We're either threatened of feeling loved, safe, or worthy and enough. That we do one of three things. We either fight, we flight, or we freeze. And those are our natural responses to anything that threatens us. We fight, we flight, or we freeze. And what Dell is asking you right here, she's saying, hey, Take a, take a look, like what is your natural response to things? Do you fight, do you flight, or do you freeze? Which is what I'm super excited to share with you because I posted yesterday too about the neuroscience and a, uh, a program that I have that I'm launching right now with a beta group. I'm super, uh, these awesome women, nine women who God just literally basically put in my lap uh, to walk through this beta program that I'm working with them on, but this program is all about learning how to do none of those things. You don't have to fight. God fights for you. You don't have to flight and run away. Actually, you want to run toward Jesus and you don't have to freeze and, and, and not do anything. You can stand firm, but standing firm is different than freezing. What the Lord wants his daughters and sons to do is he wants them to learn how to flow. So when you're faced with things, what is your natural response? Well, from a spiritual perspective and from uh, what God wants you to do here, he doesn't want you to fight. He doesn't want you to flight. He doesn't want you to freeze. He wants you to flow. And that is part of, that is not part of, that is the whole thing of the program and the mastermind that I'm currently doing with these women. It's the favor flow formula, learning how to flow. And I go into all of that from a biblical perspective as well as from a neuro like the neuroscience perspective the brain science behind how your brain works so that when you are faced with those things you don't fight flight or freeze you flow all right so what is your natural response drop that below do you fight do you flight or you freeze uh and would you learn would you like to learn how to flow how to keep going um so the last book of this healing in the hebrew months is from seneca uh Sherbon, and i sorry again if i butchered her name but hers is prophetic strategies hidden in the tribes, constellations, gates, and gems, which is also very fascinating. She shares that Tammuz contains the potential to be a time of enormous blessing. The trick here is to not forget your source. And I love that. Just made a post about that the other day, that God is our source. Everything else is a resource. And sometimes we get that mixed up. We think our business is our source. We think our energy is our source. We think our finances is our source. We think people are our source. But no, when we really get in alignment with God and who he is and who we are, God is our source. So she reminds us in this saying not to forget our source. This is a time to resist falling back into old belief systems or methods of coping. We have some choices to make this month. And while we always think that we want more of God and want to break through our former boundaries, we also love control and familiarity. I love this. And she says, we would generally need, would never admit it, but it's more comfortable for us to make him smaller than working on enlarging our capacity. I mean, 
True, right? We go into fight, flight, or, or freeze mode. And we, a lot of us, tend to fight more and try to prove more and work harder and do more. When God's like, no, 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 remember, I am your source. Everything else I give you is a resource. Um, what else does she share that... Um, yeah, and she talks too about what do you default in in your in your moment of crisis. What is your typical default? Uh, is it fight, flight, or freeze? And God wants, and I'm just telling you this because God wants you to learn how to flow. And that is the season that I'm in, taking these tools that God has spoken in His Word about taking thoughts captive and being transformed by the renewing of our mind and getting this vision so that we don't perish but that we flourish. So I'm really excited to continue to share more with you guys about the neuroscience. But in this month of Tammuz, can you not see how God is just taking all these pieces and putting it together? We've already gone through these first three months and he's now saying, okay, do you remember the covenant promises that I made to you? Do you still have vision of what I have given you in your heart? Hold on to that. Don't be discouraged because it's taking longer than you think. Or that you might see some giants ahead like the spies did. They saw the giants, but they also saw the goodness and the promises. So um, I'm going to wrap this up with prayer. And uh, again, if you want to be entered into the giveaway from these awesome authors from these books, the Healing in the Hebrew Month series, um, Del, Seneca, and Leah, comment below with I am healed and I will pick one of the winners and send it to them and they will send you um, something from them. So how awesome is it to continue to learn and see that God, just how good God is. He is so, so good. He is in every detail. And I can't wait to see how he continues to fulfill his promises to you in your life as you continue to stay focused on him and worship him in the waiting, hold true to his covenant promises, um, and really know that um, he's got you. He's got you. He's, he's, he, hasn't, he hasn't forgotten you. This is the month of connection and really what we see. All right. So Father God, we thank you again for your calendar. We thank you for women like Christine and Leah and Dell. Um, Lord, we just thank you so much for them creating these awesome resources to help us glean on what it is that you want us to see. And so Lord, we know that you ultimately are a source that we don't even need these books necessarily, but Lord, that they are an extra, they are a cherry on top, the icing on the cake, Father, that you want to tell us specific things that are very specific to us in the season of life that we're in, this journey that we're in that sometimes can feel lonely, but Lord, thank you for always being with us. Thank you for your promises. We just declare and decree that those are all already, you are the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. You don't start things that you don't finish. And so in, in, in your perspective, Lord, that these things are already finished. And so we are here for it and we are grateful and we love you. We thank you. We praise you. And this is all for your glory, not for us, but for you, Lord, that we can point other people to you to show your goodness, to shine your goodness and your love. In Jesus' name, amen.